Welcome to the Whiskey Congress. Honest, open talk dedicated to speaking the truth to those who are open to hearing it. Black, white, right, left. Most importantly, honest, bold, and fueled by good whiskey. In Whiskey Veritas, we are Whiskey Congress. Join the evolution. Whiskey Congress is back in session. Stephen and I are together in the Cleveland studio, just the two of us this time. I spent the week in Baltimore. I'm back for a couple days. Um, and uh, how you been? Uh, good. Um, you know, just busy, work, life, all that other stuff. So, um, but, you know, trying to track, you know, the things that are going on around us. Um, you know, obviously Russia, Ukraine is still uh, in the forefront as it should be. Um, you know, the situation over there is, is just, you know, again, you know, we say, we're saying this every week, and, you know, hopefully we can keep saying it, but the Ukrainian people are really, you know, putting up uh, just way more of a fight than I think anyone, especially Russia, thought that they could or would, um, you know, and, and, and there, you know, there was a really tight point, um, intense point where, um, you know, Russia opted not to basically con completely converge on the city of Maripol. And um, and and and, and to, there's a steel mill there, where you know I guess the, there's you know people, citizens, right. fighters, um, sort of held up there, and you know Russia, you know could have closed in on it and and you know like killed everybody there, but they didn't. Now I, I, listen, some of the reports coming out of there, and it's hard to. The one thing we have to be careful with, it's hard to verify what's what's real, what's 100%, accurate. And, 100%. and you know, you and I don't necessarily have the resources to really dig into where some of this stuff is is coming from and, and you know, I don't right. have a person on the ground right. in, in Ukraine to help confirm. Um, so uh, you know, we have to be careful, but I mean some of the stuff if true about, you know, some of these these mass graves and things that they're finding where mm. it looks like people were just shot with small arms. Um, so, you know, there's, cause there's two aspects of this, you know, Russia is just kind of blindly shelling. And then there's some arguments that their, that their missile targeting systems are sort of out of date and not super accurate. So, you know, they're sending missiles and bombs and they're, they're not necessarily hitting the targets, which means there are, um, civilian casualties and, and, you know, like residential sure. neighborhoods being hit and stores and things like that. And then. There's another argument that some of this, a lot of it, all of it is intentional, um, which if it's happening from the air, like that doesn't make it any better. But if it's because of misguided missile systems, like, eh, I don't, it's still terrible, but right. okay, fine. Uh, it's a war, a war crime versus a... Right, but <laughs> if it's, right, but if you've got soldiers on the ground just, you know, shooting people in the back or shooting people because they're outside smoking a cigarette... Um, or what have you, then that, that's a whole different type of monster that, that you're dealing with. And, and, and it's just hard to say. I mean, I, I don't doubt that, but I, I don't want to wholeheartedly jump and say that's what's happening because I don't have a way to verify Right. That. It's always tough when you're trying to parse, like, what is more awful than this other awful thing. Yeah. And that's what we're doing here. Yeah. But one thing that I'm finding, you know, con confusing, I would say, is we most of NATO, including the U.S., are doing what they can to try to get arms into the Ukrainians' hands, and I'm a hundred percent for that. We aid packages, arms, everything. I'm all for it, but that's where World War III starts. We've said that a few times. Like if if one of those convoys gets shot down or whatever, what's going to happen? And um, you know what? Here's my thing with that, though. You know, we keep saying that and we keep using it as. Um, you know, this is the reason why we can't get involved because if once we get involved and that starts World War Three, blah, 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 blah. I just, I, I'm getting to a point, right? Now, this is part of the reason why I'm not in charge. But I'm getting to a point where I, 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 I don't know how far, like, so right now, what Russia is saying is let us destroy and kill these people and wipe out, basically wipe this country off the face of the earth. And if, if, if you don't, then World War III is going to start. And, like, first of all, I don't know. You know, Ben brought up a good point about China last week, about their appetite for all this. And, and the more I went back and looked at some of the stuff coming out of China and you just sort of look at how quiet they're being about this, I think 
China is in a sort of position where they want their cake and they want to be able to eat it too. They want to have their cake and be able to eat it too, where they will continue to buy cheap oil from Russia, but they're not going to really publicly back like Russia. Right. They've backed off some of their statements in support of, and you know they're seeing what's happened to Russia in terms of how they've been cut off from the rest of the world financially. And as much as, as independent as China is, they can't afford really, to be cut off from the rest of the world like China is, or like Russia is, and Russia can't afford it either, right? right? Russia can't afford it, China can't, no one can afford to be cut off from the rest of the world the way that we're all connected, finan right. like when financial markets and everything else. Um, and so I think China is in this position of, all right, let's, let's sort of just be quiet and hang out. Um, and so I'm getting to a point, though, where as much as people are saying, it's going to start World War III, it's going to start World War III, um, Russia can barely deal with Ukraine by themselves. Agreed. Right? So you mean to tell me, you mean to tell me if the U.S. and the rest of NATO just doesn't go in their full force, I mean, shock and awe, you take all that other shit and you just go in and say, fuck this. You have had all the time you've wanted to do whatever the fuck you wanted to do. We've tried to give you off ramps. You refuse to take them. You're going to continue to go forward. And then you're going to continue to threaten us with World War Three, Motherfucker, I'm bringing World War Three to you. I'm bringing World War III to your fucking doorstep, Putin. I'm looking for you, and I'm going to put a, button, bu put a bullet right through your fucking head. That's what this is. You, you had your chance. We have given you an opportunity to stop this shit, and you continue to do it. So fuck you, fuck that, go burn them all. Burn them all to the fucking ground. That's what I would do. right? You, 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 don't, don't hold this World War III shit over my fucking head. You're not going to hold this shit over my head while you murder these people, innocent people. You rape the women. You kill the children. You blow up the buildings. There's barely anything left of half the cities that they've gone to. You're fucking with nuclear reactors. Like, you've lost your fucking mind. The only thing you haven't done is use nuclear weapons and chemical weapons. And for some reason, we're giving you a pass for that? Fuck it. Burn them. And if it leads us to World War III, the place, the, the whole world is a fucking shit show anyway. I don't give a fuck. Okay. No, but I kind of, that's... Kind of where I was going is we're already doing it. We are bringing. I mean, we're not bringing the full force clearly or any. Physical, I mean, we've already sent fifteen billion dollars worth of fucking aid over there. Right, and and I'm not but, saying we shouldn't be doing that, but right, are, I, are, are we there already? Is my question. And you know, and Putin, like I saw something where Putin's just like, oh, if the U.S. continues to suit, if the if the U.S. continues to send send weapons and ammunitions, then we're going to be forced to retaliate in a way in which we've never seen. Which Blake, is exactly what I'm saying. Vlad, don't fucking, don't threaten me with a good time because your little shine and luster and me being worried about you is fucking gone. All right. It was one thing when it was all jokes about, you know, drinking sure. vodka and wrestling bears. Right. But now that I see you're a fucking moron when it comes to war strategy, you can fuck right off. Right. And I, and, and, and I don't know who in Washington, how much patience they have left for this bullshit game that he's playing. Of, oh, oh, don't, don't do anything else or we're going to do. You know what? You, you, you can barely fly a fucking missile straight, and I'm supposed to buy that you're going to blow the world over, you're going to dominate the world with your forces if we go into World War III? Fuck out of here. What's really going to happen? Who, but by the way, who is, who is backing Russia? Right? If you look at the country's back, do we give a fuck? Like, Belarus. 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 Uganda. <laughs> right? Like, yeah, you, Uganda you, makes sense. Yeah, I mean, like, come on. Right, like the, the, this is the, that's those are going to be your World War Three forces that were that right. the, that's your axis of evil: Russia, Belarus, and Uganda. Get the fuck out of here! Right, maybe Venezuela. Okay, probably not even Venezuela. I wouldn't right. think so. I mean, well, I mean, yeah, they're pretty. I mean, they're just down there they're, being assholes. That, that's just, true. You know, well, that's I mean, oh, they, North Korea. Okay, like give me a reason to wipe that piece of shit off the planet. Well, I mean. You're right. That's why you're not in charge. But I understand right. what you're I saying. Mean, I'm just saying I, like, I, don't, I don't disagree with a because, lot of what you're saying. Like, I'm, I'm just saying my patience is running out. Now, everyone's like, oh, politically and diplomatically. Uh, okay, fine. But the problem, here's the other side of it. The other side of it is from a diplomatic standpoint, what are we doing? Right? Because if you want to end this, if you right. want to end this diplomatically, then you have to go in there and you have to, you, you have to give something. Right? You don't have to give a lot, but you have to give something. Now, is it, hey, Ukraine... We're going to come in, we're going to talk to them, but listen, NATO's off the table for you. You can't be a part of NATO. NATO can't expand any further east. We need to get it codified. We need to write it down. NATO will no longer expand. I can understand why Russia doesn't want NATO right up against its borders. I'm willing to respect that. So you know what? Fine. That's off the table, right? You can join the UN, right? Or the European Union, or, or I think they're already in the yeah, UN, but both, you yeah. can join the European. I don't think Ukraine is in the European Union. But so you yeah, can join the European Union. You can't join NATO. NATO, you can't expand any further. Um, 
and you have this, you know, it's a world treaty, whatever. Right. Um, but what are those worth? <laughs> well, I mean, I, true, but like you, you, you have to give, you have to give Vladimir yeah. Putin something. Yes. Oh, yeah. Right. right? And a negotiation and, is admit you lost and go away is not a negotiation. Right. That's you work. know, so then it's just like he can take that and say, all right, fine, we won. Like all this stuff about denazifying Ukraine and all that shit right. needs to go away. Pull your troops back will slowly, over the course of the next decade, remove the sanctions as you show that you're not going to be an asshole again um, and see what he does, right? Like, there's got to be some form of negotiation that happens, and it's got to be real, and you, there's, there does need to be some level of, of, I guess, respect of what the Russians are asking for to a degree, um, and you go in with a good faith effort to put this to an end. Now, if you do that... If you go in with a good faith effort, you look at the demands that are being made, you get rid of the ones that are complete bullshit and garbage, and you look at maybe there's there's three or four key points in there where you're like, okay, these these we can work on. You work on those, you give them to Vladimir Putin, and Vladimir Putin, if he spits in your face, well, at that point, I think you burn him to the fucking ground. I, and, and I, because I, then, because then, what are we doing? The, the, well, the, the other thing is, what is the effect of the sanctions, and is the are the sanctions? Ramping up, because, well, here's you, here's the here's the other problem though. If you do crush them with sanctions, right now now you've 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 actually now you're you're creating a whole other monster that in in something that uh, you're basically kicking a can down the road of if you completely drain them and you completely cut them off from the rest of the world, then you're you destroy the Russian economy. Even if you do get Vlad Adamir, then then what happens? Like we saw what happened in Libya, right? right. Well, it, in, in Germany post World War One, right? They I completely mean, gutted the country, and that created a nationalistic, right? And then it, 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 right. I mean, and who knows what is festering in Russia right now? Like we we know that there are those who are adamantly against Vladimir Putin. Right, and some of them have good intentions. Some of them do not have good intentions. Right. And the problem is, is that it always seems to be the guys that are completely against the current leader, but they have the worst intentions, who seem to be the ones who, you know, come in and fill the vacuum. Right. Right. And so, if you completely drain the country, and then you have this revolution of sorts, and things are kind of fought out in Russia on the ground, and you've got this poor country that has no access to the outside world, and all of a sudden this revolutionary comes up. Who and what is that person, and now what sort of monster are we dealing with, potentially? Um, and I think you you can't Certainly. you can't ignore that either. Um, so you really have to you have to think of how. I mean, way too many times we've knocked off a bad leader, yeah. to get a worse one. Right. Um, I mean, so you, you like the thing is like if you drag this out, and this drags on for years, and Russia's cut off from the rest of the world for years financially, then you destroy the economy there. And you just create this really volatile state, and that volatile state happens to be Russia, right? And well, everything that, that is packed into that word, Russia. And you, to, to emphasize that point, um, when we created a volatile state with crazy things going on in Iraq, lots of bad things happened. ISIS popped up. But ISIS didn't have the possibility of getting their hands on nukes within their own country. Right. Russia I mean, they, didn't, they didn't have direct access right. to nuclear well, weapons. Well, no, with well literally the fear was that they would buy right. some. Or yes, whatever, yes. Know. But, I mean, like, but Russia has them right there. I mean, you know. Yeah, ISIS, you had 20-year-old guys on Toyota trucks not likely to score a nuke. Right. And even uh, if they did, what could they do with it? Then there's that. Where, I mean, now you've got an entire country with an infrastructure built for, you know, nuclear war. And in the wrong hands is incredibly, you know, catastrophic to the rest of the world. Um, I, I want. I, I want. Sorry, I want to move on, but I want to touch on Brittany Griner first. Sure. Just she's still in Russia. She's apparently in not such great shape. They've her representatives have reached out to the State Department, and they are very disappointed with the lack of response by the State Department. So we said we'd keep Brittany Griner in our in our show. I know it's not an amazing update, but I don't want people to forget about her completely. Um. Yeah. And it, unfortunately, this is like I I've said this. I don't want to be right. I will happily be proven wrong. But Brittany Griner is going to be there for some years. Um, whatever her prison sentence is, whatever they ultimately end up deciding, like she, like Russia has no reason to give her back or to let her yeah. go. Um, no, it's it's a bad. I and, and that's why I keep talking about yeah, her. Yeah, I mean she she is going. I, I I like unless 
some form of a miracle happens. I don't see her coming back to the United States in the next two, three years, right? Four, five. I mean, I think I think the sentence was supposed to be five up, years. Up to, up to ten, I think. Yeah, so, I mean, I, I don't see her coming back anytime soon. Um, Russia's got no reason to, to relent on this. Um, you know, like, it, it would take, I think you would need to see, like, I don't think she gets out before Biden is, is out of office. Um, I think if Biden were to lose to, let's say, a Ron DeSantis, um, then DeSantis may be able to come in with a fresh look, fresh face, and some fresh words. Um, and He'd also need to be giving a shit about a person who's both black and gay. Well, I, I mean, I think that, the, you, you know, you would need somebody in his administration to say, hey, here's an easy win um, that we can get. And, I mean, because think about it, like, whether he cares about her or not, like, that's the sort of thing that if you do, if you get her home, like, hey, Joe Biden couldn't get this black gay girl I, home. I, I, and I did. You know, I mean, here we I, go. I, I mean, that's a huge you're, win for you're, him. You are being very logical, which is why I don't think that'll happen. Well, I, it's it's logical, but it's it's not. So it's also self-serving. It's super self-serving. And if, if, if we know anything about Ron DeSantis and, and that ilk, um, you know, you can you can count on them doing the thing that serves them best, and that's something that could very potentially serve them in the future. Um, but that's still a long way away. Well, speaking of self-serving, we've got our girl Marjorie Taylor Green, your girl, my girl, Marjorie Taylor Green, in in, uh, in court, <laughs> yeah. defending her hold, right. Hold oh no, no, here we go. Uh, Dave from Philly texted me like a week ago. Oh, I know what you're gonna say. You're a dick. And he's like. Hey, was I dreaming, or did Jim say that Marjorie Taylor Greene was attractive? I told him, like, not only were you not dreaming, you didn't have to sit across the table from him <laughs> when he said it out loud on a goddamn podcast. <laughs> I was watching some of the some of the court. I may have given her a bit too much of a pass on that. I was watching her. <laughs> she clearly, anyway. So, so her testimony was awesome. Oh, it was. Oh, it was God. fantastic. <laughs> I mean, it's not going to help her in her case at all. But I mean, it, my it favorite was, moment. Did you call Nancy Pelosi a terrorist? A tra- uh, not terrorist, a traitor. A traitor. No, no, I didn't. No, I never said that. Roll the tape. No, no, no. Oh, they, wait. <laughs> no, think about it. Now, first of all, they gave her multiple. They said, "Hey, did you say that?" No. Now listen. As someone who has cross-examined and examined witnesses in a court of law before, I'm just going to give everybody listening a little heads up. If an attorney, <laughs> when you're on the witness stand, asks you a question multiple times. In multiple ways, in a manner, right, where they seem to be intimating that you did do this thing that you are saying that you did not do, there's a good chance that they have proof that they can present that will kind of contradict this thing that you are saying that you did not do. And right? If you're Joe Smo Citizen, maybe you don't have the you won't have the body of work to get. I mean, right. if but I'm just telling you, like, if right. you're in a court right. of law Understood. and you are on a witness stand, and I ask you, did you do X, and you say no, and I and I come back and I say, are you sure, right? That should be a red flag, right? If you say no again and I frame the same question in a different way, that seems to be for some reason giving you an opportunity to say something different. You might want to say something different. Maybe, maybe that different thing should be what you said all day long, which was, I do not recall. Right. I do not. Now, the Republicans have been pounding on Joe Biden. He's got dementia. His brain's gone, whatever. She's been in office for about a year, and you can't remember shit you did in a year? Marjorie, maybe maybe you're not fit to hold off. Well, you are not fit to hold office. We've well, established that. But, now, I mean, like this, this particular instance, did you call her a traitor? No. Are you sure? I never said that. And then he's like, all right, well, go to exhibit A. And then she's like, oh, oh, no, well, well, what I, what I mean, what I meant by that was, I mean, it was, just, she had this oh, weird blink. Oh, absolutely. She had this holy shit of a yeah, barbecue. barbecue. Yeah, I mean, and that was her, that was most of her day, right? Did you say this? Did you do that? I either can't recall or no, I didn't. And I'm like, all right, well, let's show you what you said and right. did. And then, you know, she was constantly forced to backpedal and just she was put face to face with her actions. And this is she is the first person that has had to face their bullshit. Right. Like 
Matt Gates, Donald Trump, all the people who stomped for Trump, right, who just flat out lied right. or said, you know, things that were, you know, dangerous or what have you, no one's really had their feet held to the fire. Anyone who's interviewed these people have given them a, ba a way out. Right, they've they've constantly. I mean, other than Trump, I mean, Trump had a few people that interviewed him, but you know, as a president, only so much you could do, and it, it, you know, but you they, know, never under, under oath, oath. <laughs> never been under oath. This particular time, she's under oath. She recognizes that if she lies under oath, she's in a little bit of trouble, and so she's trying to figure out a way to tap dance, but she's not a very good dancer. She is not a good dancer. Um, so I want to make sure people who don't know this are informed. This is not part of the January 6th committee. We're going to no. get to that, and there's some fun stuff there. But uh, this is a, a, a hearing to determine whether or not the Constitution bans her from running again. I usually throw legal stuff to you, but this is such an obscure legal thing. Well, so, but, I mean, the, the short and sweet of, of it is is that there's a group trying to get her removed from the ballot because of her role in January 6th. You know the the group is labeling that as an insurrection, and there is uh, a clause is it the in the Twenty Sixth Amendment. Or yeah, there is a clause really? in the Constitution that says, like, look, if you partake in you know uh, uh, acts against our government, um, then you are banned from running right. for right. office, right? right? Running for federal office. And so, you know, if you look at the way January Sixth went down, um, the rhetoric that was put out, like, I mean, and there were times where she said, look. We don't want it to get violent, but if it gets to that, it gets to that. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, well, she also said, Joe Biden wants a peaceful transfer of power. We can't allow that. Exactly. I'm pretty sure that's like saying... All, I mean, and, and like these, this isn't uh, this isn't hyperbole by us. These are her words. Right. Right. I mean, and, and they were presented in court. And so now the, the, the whole point is like, look, you were, you were participating in something that y you were directly threatening... Our democracy, our republic, the yes. peaceful transfer of power, and therefore you are no longer, right, fit for office. Right. Now this is, this no. is a lot bigger than people. This is like it's it's all fun and games because she's an absolute dipshit. But if this if this goes through, right, and then and they come back and they say, yeah, no, you're not fit for office and you're out of here, right? And she may appeal it and whatever. Sure. But the question is, like, how long is that process going to take? We've got midterms coming up. Uh, uh, here in, um, you know, in six months or whatever yeah. it is, uh, you know, in November, in a few months from in, from now in November. Um, and if it isn't straightened out by then, then she's off the ballot, right? Even if she appeals it um, or if she appeals it and they're just like, yeah, we agree, you're off, right? Like this has massive repercussions because now the question then becomes, right, what about other people, right? Whether it's Matt Gates or uh, uh, Madison, Madison Cawthorn, Cawthorn or, or you know, a number of other people that have been involved in this. Um, now, Madison Cawthorn actually, like, so he also got sued in the same way, but he was able to find a loophole in that um, it was a, a, a state group. Um, and I forget the, the legal, but ultimately it became okay. the group didn't have standing because it was a it's a federal he he's a congressman so it's a federal position as opposed to state so it became a, a very legal okay. loophole about you know like standing and the ability to bring the suit um, but I have to imagine that they're working on sort of figuring out that loophole and they may be waiting to see what happens with Marjorie Taylor Greene because if 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 she ends up getting off and she's allowed to stay on the ballot, then I'm not sure there's much reason to really go after Madison Cawthorn again. But if she is removed from the ballot, then I think that you figure out a way to get a, you know, to close that loophole and hold Madison Cawthorn to the fire along with some of the other people that, you know, that are, are happily and proudly involved, um, who I'm sure right now are probably trying to scrub their accounts, their Twitter accounts and their social media which I'm sure there are little social media detectives out there just screenshotting away before they do that. So, I don't know what the legal definition of insurrection is, but she used her... I don't know what the definition of is. is, is. But, but in all seriousness, if you get in front of your social media outlet and you're saying, we can't allow the peaceful transfer of power, this is being stolen from us, that sounds like an insurrection. If you're an insurrectionist, there's another word for that girl. It's traitor. Yeah. So I am calling Marjorie Taylor Greene a traitor, and if I don't... Under oath, I will say, not only am I calling her that, I believe she fits the legal definition of it, and she should not be allowed to run for office, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, and, and again, it it's really, it'll be, 
this could have larger repercussions. Um, and I think that Marjorie Taylor Greene and Matt Gates and all, they played with fire. And they thought that, you know, because Trump has done so many things and really not had his feet held to the fire, they were thinking that they could do the same thing. And for a while, um, literally, the, I mean, they, they, a lot of them have been able to get away with it. Um, but now a lot of the chickens are coming home to roost. Right. And, you know, there, you know, there are a lot of per, or, uh, conservative people out there. Oh, it's a wood hunt, witch hunt against right. them. Yes, you're absolutely right. And it you is are a witches. Hunt, right. I mean, I, you call it witch <coughs> hunt, whatever type of hunt, but it is a hunt because I feel that these people were a threat, are a threat to our democracy, our republic, our, our, our republic, our way of life. And so, yes, we are hunting them. And we you're are hunting them and we're going to, we're going to take them down. We're going to burn them at the state. Right. And so if you don't like that, um, you either tell them to get their shit together or if you want to fight back, go ahead and fight back. Right. Because it, we're now we're at a point where, um, the, the conservative right has decided that they've, they've taken what the progressives have pushed in terms of, you know, everyone labeled it identity politics, but really it was like, it was progressives and Democrats saying like, let's, you know, give gay people equality. Let's, let's, let's take care of our poor people and people of color who really got in the short end of the stick. And they trumpeted those ideas. Now, did they get a little too in your face about it? Did they, did they take, you know, means and methods that, you know, were questionable? Sure. Okay, sure, fine. Right. But then the conservative writer saying, you know, we don't like what you're doing. So we're going to, not only we're going to match, we're going to match what you're doing. We're going to kick it up a notch. We're going to, we're going to, our rhetoric's going to be even louder. We're going to do even more extreme things. Now we're just going to flat out tell lies. We're going to make shit up. We're going to take any, we're, we're going to, anything you say or do, we're going to weaponize against you. And we're, we're going to feed this to our, our supporters, our base, our followers. And we're going to work them up into a frenzy. And we're not going to, we're not going to tell them to back down under any circumstance, under any way, shape or form. Um, unless we feel that it could get us, us specifically in legal trouble, then we'll throw out some sort of, you know, flimsy disclaimer. But now you've got true believers, right? You've got people on the conservative right. They're just the average person, right? Who they only watch Newsmax. They only watch certain people on YouTube. They get all their information from that. And now they believe that they're involved in a culture war, an actual culture war. Right, and they're willing to, they're, and they feel that their way of life and everything that they believe is under attack. Maybe they, they probably don't have kids, right? A lot of them don't, right? It's just a bunch of fucking. A lot of them are like single guys or just parents out in the suburbs who are working all up into a frenzy that are nowhere near the Mexican border, but somehow feel that it's directly impacting them and, right. and, and affecting them. And these people are becoming more indoctrinated, and they're becoming more dangerous. Um, and 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 I think that we're. Ge- we're getting to a tipping point. Um, and I don't know if we can back, I don't know if we can back down from it. I don't know if we can get both sides to kind of say, all right, all right, before we rip this whole thing apart and make things very uncomfortable, I think we need to, you know, find a middle ground here. No one is seeming willingly willing to do that. And I, I say, be prepared. I know it sounds alarmist. I know it sounds hyperbolic, but I just, I'm just telling you that I think that that's, that's the direction we're going. I mean, I think we're there, and I think that I've been using the word cult for a long time. And they're a cult. Well, but to me, a cult is one of the things that is critical in a cult is when a leader supersedes what you see with your own eyes. When, and let's talk about Kevin McCarthy. So Kevin McCarthy says, I never said this. I never said Trump should resign. I never said we need to step in. I never said this is insurrection. All those things that he was quoted as saying and denied. You said chickens coming home to roost? Those chickens are here. Yeah. And they are... Um, Somebody dropped a tape on them. Now, a lot of people think it was Liz Cheney specifically, but I think there were more... Th- like, I, I don't think Liz Cheney was the only person on that call um, that Kevin McCarthy was recorded saying that he was going to talk to Trump about resigning. He, he did say, I don't think he will, but I'm going to talk to him about it. He, he, he said he thought the impeachment thing might pass, but he wasn't sure. Um, and that, you know, that everything that happened on January 6th is just, like, you know, gone too far, blah, 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 yada, yada. So, I mean, Kevin McCarthy has a problem um, with, like, you well, said... You, does, does he, though? Because the truth is not going to get to the people that he well, needs. Well, I, I don't know. The problem okay. is the problem of the other people in his party. Right. Right? You know, I mean, because, like, listen, if, if Republicans were to take both the House and the Senate, then there would be, theoretically, potential for him 
like he, I think the thought was if they, you know, if, if the Republicans come through and win, that he would step up and, you know, be in a leadership role. Well, he's already a speaker. I mean, yeah, but I mean, that's a pretty powerful. It is, but now, I mean, like, if it's just like, look, man, you just got caught in a bold faced lie. I mean, they could push him out of that particular leadership role, if not more, and sort of do to him what he and crew did to Liz Cheney. He and. Oh, yeah. You know um, what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah I, I, mean, I was like, thinking crew. Oh, his group. Gotcha. His group. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah. Come um, on now. Sorry. Well, I, just, I was thinking crews. Um, Anyway, he's he's got there's so much to run against him with. You can literally play tape or video of him. I never said this. Here's him saying it. And there's so much political fodder for the against the Marjorie Taylor Greens and the, and the Kevin McCarthy's. And if Democrats can fuck this up, everyone's saying that they're going to get crushed in the midterms. Historically, that's what's happened. Everyone said they're going to lose the Senate. I haven't looked at the who they're what seats are up. Okay. Well, I, I don't know which, which seats are at risk and which, okay. Um, but if you can't beat them with what they've given you, then kind of shame on you. I mean, Jim. but so, I know they're going to, I know their history of fucking up. I'm aware. Jim. I've been alive. Yes. They're not going to be able to spin this and, and they, they're still going to get crushed in the midterms. They will lose the Senate. Very they, There's a real good chance they're probably going to lose Congress as well. Not lose seats. I mean, lose it. And Biden's going to be dead in the water. And they're going to get crushed in 24, right? I mean, like, if Biden, like, you can't, like, they can't go back with Biden in 24. They just can't. I agree. Um, they're probably going to. He's, like, he no. doesn't He doesn't see it. He thinks that he's doing fine. Um, he's like, oh, was, you know, we just had a little slip up here, but we're fine. You're not going to, like, these guys, with that sort of power, his ego is not going, the only thing is if his health and mental state gets so bad, maybe, maybe. That's a reason why he won't run again, and you almost have to hope for that, as bad as it seems. Because if he's healthy enough, he's going to run and, and consider himself the strongest person to, to beat Trump. Well, I beat Trump once. I could do it again. Blah, 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 blah. Okay. And, well, and he's going right, to get right. dusted. Let me, let, me, let me tell you. And let me tell you. Let me, let me, let me tell I, you. I don't agree with that at all. Let me. <laughs> I don't think. Listen, I don't. Okay, that's fine. But my record, yours, on these sort of things is. Well, I, I, don't, I don't think Biden's going to run again. I don't. Okay. I don't believe he will. I believe people. And I, all right, let me say this: I'm 100 percent sure of this. He won't be just an automatic flip switch nominee like Clinton and Obama were. He will have. He will have primary challengers. Okay. Okay. I'll buy that. Uh, maybe. I, uh, I. I think that's possible. But I. I don't know. I. I just. He I, will have someone from the progressive wing of the Democratic Party will challenge him. Will they get any momentum? That's to be well, determined. That's, that's that's one thing. Um, I, I think you have to have him off the ballot completely. And I think you have to have Kamala Harris can't run. She can't uh, run. You know, I, she's, she's she not, helped, she run. has not helped her cause. Like, I mean, I, I was a big champion of hers. And then like the way her presidential campaign fell apart, I don't think she handled that well. I don't think she had a good team. And then I just haven't really been impressed with anything she hasn't really done much as the vice president and maybe that's because she's being limited by you know the by I, I don't know but all i know is that she's too close to biden it doesn't look good and like, she looks like she's taking second fiddle to him but she is she's a vice president and there's but, no like in in the i mean like she really handed the, the republic i mean like the, the thought was like she was going to outshine joe biden Right. And, you know, the, everyone was saying, oh, she's ultimately going to be the one doing it. And now it's like she it looks like she can barely get out of her own way. So, I mean, I just think they both have to be off the ballot. Um, like, they can't they can't run. And you're going to have to find someone on the Democratic side. Uh, oddly enough, I think a Sherrod Brown could really? be. Really? Yeah. And the reason why is because he, he he's enough of a moderate where he can, you know, he's, he supports some progressive things. He supports, you know, some moderate mid-level things. And he, he's really good at talking to people in a way that they understand and in a way that they relate to. Um, and I think he could pull some people that were just completely, like they, they were anti-Trump, but they were really anti-Biden. Right, right, and 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 Sherrod Brown. I think if you know anything about him, or if you've interacted with him at all, you know that he is not anything like 
Joe Biden. He's a lot, like Sherrod Brown's just a different cat. But he's been around. He's a senator. Yeah, he's, um, a, he's, he's got, got a very smart politician. He's, he's, he's got some experience. He's a Midwestern guy. He's a blue collar guy. I see him downtown a lot, and he always looks disheveled and whatever. But I Great. mean, he now knows. we're going to be the first thing that's used against him in uh, the primary. Way to go! Oh, he's downtown. He's disheveled. I think I gave him twenty bucks on the. Look, I like that. Listen, that's 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 going to be an uphill battle for him. All right, like I mean, someone's going to have to get a, get a hold of him and dress him up. But oh, speaking I'm, of dressing people up, I'm jumping topics on you. Okay, hold on. But I just I think that chair I think chair Brown could be a really good candidate here. Um, but you know, like I, Biden just can't run again. Um, Kamala, Kamala, she can't even be close to the ballot. You sent me a text. About Madison Cawthorn. It's in your article from Politico. Oh, sorry. You sent me an article, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and it shows Madison Cawthorn on a cruise ship, dressed scantily clad in lingerie with maybe, I think he had a bra and some sort of brassiere and a corset. And he looked uh, like he had had a couple drinks or two, surrounded by some really attractive women. Um it was a it's an odd scene but this is this is coming on the heels of him talking about being invited to you know drug fueled sex orgies and saying no that he wasn't going to those and then he got called on it because republicans are like hey you just said that you know people you look up to are inviting you to orgies and you are a conservative staunch conservative and you're saying the people that you look up to us republicans staunch republicans are inviting you to orgies that looks yeah. bad so then drug, he flips, drug fueled drug orgies. fueled orgies so then he flips and he's like well the democrats manipulated my words that i said out of my mouth um and now these pictures are coming up of him in a situation that looks like it could lead to some mm-hmm. sort of drug fueled orgy type situation um he's saying that he was on a cruise and it, they were just playing fun dress up I've done some things for fun before. Wearing a bra, not one of them. Um, yeah, the, I, and it's a, you know, I tweeted the picture out and the story from Politico. Um, I don't know if this, how this will hurt him. Now, if there are more photos that are even more suggestive down, going down the road or the path of like Hunter Biden-esque with the photos that came out of him with the three hookers and prostitutes, that could be problematic for Madison Cawthorn. Now, there's a difference between Madison Cawthorn and Hunter Biden. Hunter Biden is not, not in <laughs> office. Right. He hasn't been elected to anything, right? Like, he's just, he's an addict that is really, really bad at making decisions um, and possibly bad at, you know, taking money and laundering it. Right. But um, Madison Cawthorn is an elected official um, who has run on this idea of being you know, conservative and, and, you know, uh, conservative values and everything else. Um, and, you know, talked about not going to these drug fueled orgies. And then if these photos, if there are more explicit photos than the ones that we've already seen and those come out, then he may have a problem, but I don't know because we just live in a different time where, I mean, I think this will be very troublesome for him in the primary because when you've got to beat, I mean, that district is going Republican. Yes. It doesn't matter if the question is, will he be primaried? And that's and that's the sort of thing. If if you're a primary opponent, Mr. McCarthy, I'm sorry, Mr. Cawthorn, we uh, saw you wearing a bra and a bustier. Um, would you care to comment on that? No, I'm above that. Oh, are you? Because here's a picture of it. Is this picture real? Yeah, I mean, I, well, he's already said that <laughs> he acknowledged that he did it, but he's he said the reason that he did it again was just that they were playing dress up and having fun. So then the question becomes. Right? Are there more pictures out there that are more explicit? Because if or that happens, someone who claims comes out and says, "I had this kind of interaction with him that involved cocaine getting snipped off of a dude's ass," I mean, the thing that I have to question, right? Like, I mean, what if you got a guy that comes out and says he had an interaction, and then there's pictures or whatever? Like, I, I don't know. Like, I mean. Because we've seen this thing go bad with really staunch conservative Republicans that are anti-gay and all this other stuff. And then it's just like, oh, they're down in Brazil, you know, sucking cock. Right. right? Like, so it's just like, I mean, I, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, but, you know, it's just like, look, man, if that's what you're into, that's what you're into. You're almost, you're better off fucking owning it. Right. But the problem is, is that you, you, you said it, so much bullshit against yeah. it that now you, you really can't. But you're only like his only saving grace at this point if there are 
more suggestive photos out there is for him to flip the switch real quick and just own it and just be like, hey, like I'm in some freaky shit, let your free flat fly. Um, like I'm in a wheelchair. Right, what do you want that, from me? That will not be happening. That's that's a move. Like that's that's the smart thing to do. I'm not saying that he will. I'm just saying that's a smart play. If not, if he wants to get elected in that district, I mean, no way you come out and say I'm into sex with men, women, whatever, drugs. But vote for me because I'm a conservative Christian and I share your family values. Good luck with spinning that. I'm, I, listen, I'm not the one who's getting busted in weird photos. That's that's true, right? I mean, so I'm just. I mean, like he doesn't have much. He, he doesn't have much to stand on if it gets if if there's more uh, 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 damaging photos out there. So he better try something because this just doing it for fun isn't gonna fly, and I'm above that isn't gonna fly. So I mean, he's got an uphill battle. I, I, I think I think his only move is. Count on confirmation bias. Say it's all lies. Just I mean, he can't. Republic, yes, he can. Republicans can lie about anything. They can I, lie I, Jim, about anything and the not photos get held are accountable. Clear as day that they're him, and he's already acknowledged that he took them. I'm saying he can reverse that and claim the photos are fake, and the people who I, want to I, believe in him will, and there'll be enough in his district. I think he can just. I think he can. I don't think he can reverse it and say they're not him, but I do think. That he can just completely say, I'm not going to talk about that. And everyone will just be like, okay, fine. We're going to vote for you anyway. That's, I, I think yeah, that's more it, realistic. It, in, in, in an election, he wins. In a primary, he's fucked. Someone comes out with, unlike this fake conservative, who's, trust me. Maybe. The, I, I, the, I don't know. A lot know. of red meat there. A lot of red meat May, there. Dep- I guess it depends on who primaries him. Yeah. Oh, no. But it'll be, there will be someone who sounds crazier and more to the right than him trying to get that seat. No. Whether, I, I, I would put money on it. Um, so I flew on Monday. Take your money again. I, I know. I haven't, you haven't taken my money yet. I owe you a steak dinner. Um, so I flew out to Baltimore on Monday prior to a court ruling that the mask mandate was illegal or whatever, however it was ruled. Rescinded. Rescinded. I don't, I don't know how a judge rescinds a health order, but anyway, it happened. I flew out Monday wearing a mask. Get into my plant on Tuesday morning wearing a mask. Midday Tuesday, announcement comes out. You don't need them anymore. Everyone's actually, I won't say everyone's taking them off. A lot of people are still wearing them, and that's fine. And you, if it makes you feel safer, or if you're not vaccinated and you want to make sure you're not causing more of a problem, I'm all for that. But the funny thing is, the CEO. Oh, I shouldn't say this. Yeah. All right. Um, yeah, I'm going to say it because the CEO of my client, which I will not identify, thank God, um, got COVID. Mm. I actually had to take a test the other day because I was in his vicinity and I was only around him for a minute. Like my test came back negative, but what are the odds that the day hmm. and, and I'm, there's no, no chance that what I'm saying, getting back to them, which it will not, but if it did, it wouldn't matter because the whole company knew about it. It happened. And like, everyone's like, okay, if you were around this guy, swab up the nose time, they were handing out kits and yeah. Anyway, but what are the odds of that? But the, the, it'll be interesting to see when I travel this week. What it's like in terms of mask wearing, because I don't think you have to wear a mask on the plane. Dude, or... if they say I don't have to wear a mask, I don't give a fuck what anybody else does. I'm not wearing one. I'm not either. I'm not curious. I got jabbed three times. Right. I feel safe. I, like, I'm not curious about what everybody else does. All I know is that no, they say I don't it's gonna look have like. To... I'm not. Like, I'm... If I don't have to wear one, I don't care. That's I can part. sleep I easier. A lot easier. All right. Hard to sleep on a plane in a mask. Oh, well, I can't sleep on a plane, so it doesn't matter to me. I can't. I know you can. Um, let's, or let's talk about any other incidents on planes this week you'd like to talk about? Oh, there's only one. <laughs> there can be only there one. There can only be one. Dude, so obviously you and I are both big Mike Tyson fans. I'm a huge Mike Tyson fan. Like the first professional fight I ever saw was a Mike Tyson fight. Um, and so Mike Tyson is on a plane, JetBlue, uh, and... I don't, I don't know where he's going. It doesn't matter. Miami. Uh, but someone was, there was a younger kid, had to be under 30, that looked like he was drunk and sees that it's Mike Tyson sitting in front of him. So this kid just constantly badgers the shit out of Mike Tyson, you know, and I, I don't know over what amount of time. But they're like, the, the video is too long. Right. Well, it was too long. But I mean, the video I saw, like, the kid's like, Hey, like asking for an autograph and all this other stuff, and like the kid just like doing talking, to, you know, like trying to take pictures of him, and you know, like my Tyson's like, ah, like no, leave me alone, sort of deal, right? Uh, and the kid doesn't quite get the message that Mike doesn't want to 
be interfered with and wants to be left alone. Um, kid takes it too far for Mr. Tyson, and Mike stands up, turns around, and punches the kid two times, mm-hmm. number of times in the face. Now, here's the deal. Um, we got we have to put this in perspective. Right. I've seen Mike Tyson hit a man so hard that his eyes rolled in the back of his head and the man lost consciousness and literally didn't know where he was at. Okay? I've seen him hit Roy Jones Jr. Um, not too long ago in the ribs and Roy Jones Jr. said literally it felt like he was being hit with a cinder block. Right. Okay? What Mike Tyson did to this kid, he literally, you know... Couple knuckles, yep. little forehead, scraped him. But yeah, a little bit of blood, but you're right. right. He did not go full he Zach Galifianakis. Right. Galifianakis <laughs> <No>. on him. <laughs> Had to sneak that in there. Oh, my God. Um, but I, so a lot of people are just like, oh, violence isn't the end. Listen, people, right. here, hold on. You can say violence isn't the answer. That's wrong. All you want. The problem is when you're saying it to a person who is not only not afraid of prison, he is not afraid of death, and his whole life is violence. Since the kid, since the man was 12, know, 12 six, six or whatever, his whole life has been violence. You can have this whole conversation about what you think is right and what's not allowed and blah, 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 blah. With that person, that conversation doesn't fly. Sorry, not all the rules are the same for everybody. It's not fair, and guess what? Fair isn't real. Fair never existed. Right, like so. The reality is, is that if you want to have the conversation with Mike Tyson about violence not being the answer, right, and considering that he took it easy on this kid, you go ahead and you have that conversation with him. Mike don't have to tell me more than once to leave him alone, and I'm not going to be the one to tell him that violence isn't the answer. Now you could call me whatever you want to call me, but once say it to my face, or you go say it to Mike's face. Go ahead, go ahead and see how that works out for you. I got two words for that guy, Mitch Green. If you don't know the Mitch Green, Mike Tyson story, look it up. It's hysterical. But I was thinking about this guy. Two things about this guy. One, he's kind of a scumbag. He spent almost three years in prison on two different stints on like various burglary and drug charges. What the and fuck are you talking about? The victim. Oh, oh, oh. The, vic- okay. the, the, sorry, the, vic- the guy Mike Tyson punched multiple times. Right. So this, And I'm convinced the dude was whacked out on Molly, maybe other things, because I was next to a guy. We don't, I don't know. <clears throat> here's what, I was on a plane once with a guy who acted the way he was acting and the way this guy acted were so similar it was eerie for me he just I'm gonna do this now I'm gonna, I'm gonna go touch that girl on the shoulder I'm like dude just calm down I, I mean I, the kid looked like any random drunk white kid with ADD like uh, I mean that I'm, could I'm, be I'm, could be drunk well, could be the, Molly could be I mean it could, it, could be high it, on a it, it, fucking it, it, sativa I, it could I don't be, know it could be all of those things combined it could too. be all those things but, combined I mean I, I don't know what he was on I he just I'm gonna just go with that he was drunk right and like look they're like, listen, you can get mad at Mike all you want, but like, you can't, you can't just continually invade someone's personal space, especially like not in any situation, but you can't continue to invade their personal space, especially in a situation where that person can't escape, right? Like, I mean, <laughs> right. like, okay. it's on a plane, right. like, he can't walk away from you. He can't walk away from you, right? I mean, like, there was actually someone to Mike, to, to Mike Tyson's right that was, blo- I mean, like, he can't just go, all right, I'm going to go sit somewhere else or whatever, and like, oh, well, just call a stewardess or whatever, right? And, and the stewardesses were in the plane. They could have easily told that kid, hey, you need to stop. He, you he need may, to move. They may well have done that. Right, and they may, they may well have done that. He doesn't do it, like, at a certain point, right, like, that whole, like, in listen, I'm not, I'm not Mike Tyson. We don't have the same mentality. But if you invade my personal space beyond a cer- certain point, I am going to get physical with you. I don't care about the rules. And I don't care about, oh, you can't do that, blah, 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 blah. Like, all that, I'm going to sue you, you're going to get arrested bullshit. At some point in time, for some of us, the switch goes off and it doesn't fucking matter. I have been there with you when someone did that. Oh, and thankfully, you... Well, I forgot about that. <laughs> I, I did not. Um, so, <laughs> you allowed me to stay in between the two of you. I, I, when we were talking to us about it later, I'm like, you, you said something to the effect of, this asshole stopped me, meaning me. I'm like, did I? I put myself between the two of you, put my hands on your shoulders, said, it's not worth it, and your brain kicked in and said, you're right, this fat toad wearing a Batman shirt is not worth knocking out for... Uh, did he pick up face. my beer and, and he spit in it? I, yeah. He did. He, he, I, I was there. there was, like, he, he blew on it and spit it. It was gross. It no, was, he, picked, he drank it and then he spit oh, what he oh, drank okay. back into it and okay. then he slammed it down and then he said I was going to pay his tab and then that's when I lost it. And it, now, you, I, unfortunately, you did not, you did I not pay his tab. I, I did not pay his tab. Hey, no, actually, you did pay his tab. 
No, I didn't. Yes, you certainly did. What? With his card. Oh, that's right. <laughs> he oh, left because he, he left his card. He left his card behind. Paid his tab with his card, and then the bartender he left a hell of a tip. Bartender <laughs> left a hell. Yeah, he left a hell of a tip for the bartender. I think it was like an eighty dollars tip, something like that, <laughs> on, a, on a like twelve dollars tab. <laughs> He's a generous guy, but but, but yeah. you have to keep in mind this kid that Tyson punched in the face probably doesn't have a fucking clue like how much of a badass Tyson is. He might only know him from the Hangover movies. Dude. He's thirty years old. I, You're look, a fan. I'm a fan. Kids that age are not boxing Jim, fans. They, maybe not. But even if you only saw him in the fucking Hangover movie, <laughs> like the way he that hit Zach Galifianakis, <laughs> that was enough for me to be like, mm -mm, yeah, no, nope. again, mm -mm. again. Like I just, I, I, and I think I don't know if you necessarily give some of these young kids credit. I know plenty of kids that are under thirty that sure. know who Mike Tyson is, who've seen all the fights or seen enough of the fights to know. Right, I mean, like there's Plus even you do, there's a but there's a very even real if you've never heard of Mike Tyson before five years ago, and you just started even if you just watched what he did with Roy Jones Jr. You just which watched he him, didn't. which even if you just watched him train, like even if you just watched him train, like, remember those snippets of him absolutely. training? Absolutely. But you and I are fans, and you and I pay attention to this. This okay. kid's ten years younger, I, and he's probably a complete dipshit. Okay, I mean, I mean, he probably is a. What level of dumb do you have to be to watch that? Like I watch Mike Tyson hit a heavy bag. I'm like, nah. Damn, no, I'm. I'm, I'm I know, but he's probably watching. Who knows? What. Okay. Just, either, anyway, way, either way, all I'm saying is, is don't bump with Mike Tyson. <laughs> right. Like, just like look for the rest of you out there. If you see Mike on a plane, maybe say hi. Ask him for a picture. If he's nice enough to do it, yay. If not, just just keep it moving. No, no problem, champ. Right. I mean, because like next time, Mike might not hold back. And and I'm not saying that he. I just you don't want to find out. Right? That kid. Agreed. That kid. Really. The best possible, that was the, not the best possible scenario, but of, of once it went south and Mike Tyson hit him, that was probably the best he could hope for. Well, again, if Mike Tyson wanted to smash his head in, yeah. he would have. I mean, one, it, he, you're right, he basically just tapped him up a little bit and, 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 and he, I mean, drew blood. He busted the guy's face up, but he, he did not go full Mike Tyson, and if he did, that kid would yeah. probably... I mean, the kid call the police and all the other stuff. I mean, you have to... I mean, like, if I'm the cop who gets that, I'm like, oh, my God, yeah. That, I would take the report all wrong. I would send it, like, to the wrong... I would send it to, like, traffic. Like, it just, like, yeah, I took the report, and, well, I don't know what happened, kid. Sorry. You know, like, if you want to sue, sue. But, you know, I'm not helping you. <laughs> Kick rocks. All right. Um, it's called prosecutorial discretion, Jim. Um, thank you. Um, you want to talk NFL draft for a minute and then get out of here? Uh, yeah, so I mean, obviously the draft, not obviously, I mean, not everybody knows what the draft is, will be next week, yep. um, starting Thursday, on right? Thursday in Las Vegas, Nevada, um, as much as, uh, I, I was very tempted to just like sneak a little two-day tripper in there, but I got too much shit going off work and, you know, just put a lot of money into my house and just came back from Vegas, so, um, I need to be a little bit more fiscally responsible, so I'm not going, but. Um, it's been like, so there's been a lot of draft talk, like, but it also depends on who you're a fan of, right? Who, what team you, you follow, uh, me as a Steeler fan, like there's, uh, this is an interesting draft because I mean, the Steelers don't do a lot of, of telegraphing like, well, I shouldn't say that because the year they took Ryan Shazier, we knew that they were going to do it. The year they took. Uh, ben Roethlisberger, we knew that they were going to take a quarterback. The question was who they were going to take. Um, and, you know, the way the draft fell, once it got to a certain point, you knew that, you know, they, they were going to take him. Um, you know, kind of similar with, like, Troy Palomalo, things like that. But, like, you know, this this will be an interesting year because the Steelers have done a lot in this offseason. Now, a lot of your commentators aren't giving the Steelers a lot of credit, but the Steelers added two new starters to their offensive line. The offensive line was their arguably their weakest unit on the team last year, um, they have, you know, they added a receiver, a couple receivers. Um, they, you know, they re-signed their safety at Terrell Edmonds. Um, they, they brought in, you know, corners. They re-signed corners. Joey Hayden is still a free agent, so there's a chance he could come back. Um, Von Miller is actively recruiting Joe Hayden. Right. I didn't have him. Um, I like Joe Hayden, but, I mean, uh, you know. I don't know if we can afford him. Yeah, I mean, and, I mean, he's, he's older and just, uh, you know, I mean, I think – can still play, but I just don't know if I can have him as my full-time starting corner. Um, and we've got younger guys who we know can, you know, will likely be able to play. We stole one of yours. Um, and so when yeah, I look did. at when I look at the Steelers and what they've done this off-season, 
Um, you know, the defensive line is still something that is, is an issue. We have depth. Um, it looks like Stefan Tuitt is coming back and likely healthy. Um, we're getting Tyson Alou back, although he's 35 years old and older and coming off a pretty, you know, intense injury. Um, so that leads me to believe that if I, I personally think that if Jordan Davis is on the board, that the Steelers maybe trade up to get him if he's there at like 18. Um, but if Jordan Davis falls to them, I think they draft him. That's a no brainer. I don't necessarily know that it's a no brainer that they do draft a quarterback. Um, I think maybe if a, if a Malik Willis somehow falls to them, that they, that they may feel compelled to take him. I'm not a hundred percent sure of that. Um, I think that they would like to take a quarterback maybe in the late, later rounds if there's somebody there in the second round. Um, but I think that their their main goal is for depth along the defensive line, possibly on the offensive line, um, and also drafting a young safety because they signed Terrell Edmonds to a one-year deal. All right. I love the NFL draft, or at least I used to. Um, now that everyone is on the Bills Mafia pages and everyone thinks that they can do – I'm going to be a GM and show you my mock draft, and here's the trade I'm making to this team and giving up this. I'm just like, shut the fuck up and let the guys who do this for a living. I love talking about the draft, but I'm not going to publish my thoughts about as if I'm Brandon Bean. And so when the draft finally happens, it will be over, and I won't have to see that anymore. Having said that, two things have come out of there <clears throat> that I'm now letting myself get obsessed with. There's this kid at Cincinnati named Sauce Gardner, yeah, corner who Ooh. is a freak. He's a freak. He's sauce. He's bigger. Sauce is a bad he's man. Bigger than Richard Sherman. Faster than Richard Sherman. And his his stats in college were like he gave sixty receiving yards this year. Yeah. Now, some of that's because no one wanted to throw his way because he's so dangerous. Yep. But the Bills would have to give up the sun, the moon, and the stars to move up to top five probably to get yeah, that guy. That's not. But real, that's not. If like... they give up, if they, you know how I go nuts. Whatever teams give up multiple first round draft picks and all that. In this case, I would be cheering for it. Okay, that's so bizarre. Like, I know that's completely like, different than everything I've ever said. This kid impresses me so much. He fits like, our yeah, needs so much. Really good. And, and, like, you're not gonna move up. You know, twenty. Like, you don't. You actually don't have the capital to move it up. Would, to it get would up. take two. It would take three consecutive years of first rounders for sure. Right. You just. You just don't. You wouldn't do that to a team. Your your team, and so that that's insane. And if you do, then I mean, you're. Wait, that's it's, a, it's, is it insane when they do it for Tyreek Hill? Yeah, it wasn't a good move either. Okay, <laughs> like, so then, like, just, was, I, you, you know, I mean, like, wait, hold on. When I said the Browns were insane for giving up three round picks for Deshaun Watson, you criticized me. No, 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 no. Okay, um, I said I, right. Well, I didn't. No, I didn't criticize you. I'm pretty sure you did. No, I didn't. Well, we'll Go check it out. We'll, 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 I, don't, we'll, I didn't. I didn't I criticize you, you. All right. Well, we'll I'll, I'll, if I get some time, I'll check it out. But okay. in any event, regard, 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 regardless, regardless of all that. I would make that crazy move to get this guy, given the situation the Bills are in. Yeah, I mean, I think with the Browns, what I said, like, I think the, with the Browns situation, you've got, they, they felt that that was their guy. They gave up a lot to give him. I wouldn't have done it. But the Browns felt that they were, that they feel that, that they were a quarterback away from being a Super Bowl contending team. Now, I don't see how they see that, right? Like, I mean, your receiving core is Amari Cooper and Donovan Peoples-Jones, right? You've got a really inconsistent quarterback in David and Njoku. Your offensive line tight is... Tight end. Or, yeah, I'm sorry, tight end. Your, your, your offensive line was eh last year. You had a lot of injuries, and we don't know how good they're going to be, and you had some guys leave this year. Um, you've got Chubb and Hunt, but, I mean, like, you had some health issues with them last year. Um, and you don't know what you're getting in Deshaun Watson. We know what he was two years ago, but we really don't know what he is right now. He set out a full year. He's got to learn a new offense. Um, and, you and, know what, and he might get suspended. Right. And, and, and there's no D-hop, right? And, and, I mean, like, which, I mean, right. Hopkins is a monster and is, is, is a difference maker. Um, and, yeah, you've got Amari Cooper, but Amari Cooper is wildly inconsistent. Um, his numbers aren't that great. His numbers weren't that great last year because of injury. And also, he's been known to disappear during out the course of the season. And he's not a game-breaker. He's a guy who runs really good routes, but and that's what allows him to get open, which is good. But the thing is, he's not a throw-it-up-and-let-him-battle-and-take-it from where uh, uh, Hopkins 
will go up and just literally take the ball out of the sky away from defenders, right? He was at the D-hop as the type of guy where Deshaun Watson— Did, did you really just tell a Bills fan that Hopkins will go and take the ball away from defenders? Yes, I did. <laughs> but, I mean, like, you, like Deshaun Watson would literally just be like, you know what? I don't have a play. I'm just going to throw it to D-hop. And he would come down with the ball. And so you don't have that guy on this roster. I think the Browns are further away than people are saying. Oh, I think they're crumbling. I think that the, I think that you know people like they were the, the 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 you know the sweetheart last year at the beginning of the season. They let everybody down, and now this te- this team is not. I don't think I don't think I, they're. I, I think nearly, they're a catastrophe. I don't think they're a catastrophe. I I, I think that they're they're going to be a middle of the road team trying to figure out their way. Um, and I also think there's a chance that uh, uh, Watson actually doesn't get suspended. Um, this year, but I think because I think that his civil cases, we're not going to have any sort of resolution until after this season. So I think that the NFL will be content in letting him play because if you think about it, he set out voluntarily last year, so they didn't have to do anything. They'll wait till the civil cases play out, then they'll 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 you know get a decision out there, which means he may be suspended next year, uh, which will be really interesting because they the way they jiggered his contract. It was so that he wouldn't take a big hit this so year. He may play this entire year on a million dollars, and then next year get punched you know, in the nuts. Get, get punched suspended. in the nuts because I think it's I think I think it's like forty million dollars yeah. a year or something like that. And so if he gets suspended next year for any sizable <laughs> I, amount, I, I like, never thought about that. Ooh, Far more economic be hurtful. Ooh. Well, anyway, I believe the Bills are Super Bowl contenders without that one extra guy. But that one extra guy, I think, makes them that much stronger, and that's why I'm so gung ho on on Gardner. That's just such a like. Not realistic. You don't think the Bills are Super Bowl contenders? No, no, no. They're no. the highest. No, stop. Oh, stop. What, what are you Listen. saying? The, oh, the, the trade to get him? <clears throat> getting I, him, like, you're not going to, like, get that out. Please get that out of your head, right? Like, please, let's play in the world of reality. You're not going to trade up. I warned for, you what happens when I go on the Bills you, Mafia okay, pages. Like, why you're taking, like, like I don't go to, like, I'm not on Steeler whatever. Nation. I don't even know what the Steeler Nation, I guess the Steeler Nation, Nation, whatever. Like that's you, you. That's not where you get information. If you actually I'm, want to I'm know what call, your team I'm is going to do, I'm not calling you information. I really just want to talk about how fucking amazing this kid is. He's really good. He's but fuck amazing. him. Neither one of us are going to draft him. So I mean, like we got to deal with playing against him. So go get me a fucking receiver who who whoever could whoever got thirty yards on. That's the receiver I need. We are at Whiskey Congress on Instagram and Twitter. Thank you for listening. We are done. 